This is a Fubar Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com. Callum Hello and welcome back. <laughs> Hello, I don't know what happened there. Hello and welcome back to the Callum McSwiggin Show. Today I am joined by the incredible Jamie Windus. How are you doing, Jamie? Oh hi, I am great. It's really, really good to have you here. Can we Thank can you. we can we first talk about your incredible outfit today? Bless your you. makeup, everything <laughs> is absolutely amazing. Because you do work as a model, don't you? Yeah, I've been signed to a few agencies. Mm. We'll get into that. That's a bit of drama. Oh but- gosh, bad drama? Well, it's never good drama, is there? Never good drama. <laughs> yeah. No, um, yeah, I kind of do my bit with my face. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's, um, it's a daily look, but it's a, it's a look that I forget that people haven't seen before. Sure. <laughs> I, 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 it is incredible. Like I, I, I was just saying to Jamie just before we started that, started that I'm just amazed by how, how long it must take <laughs> to create such a beauty. I mean, you've, you've created a... a a, a masterpiece on your face and Thank I think you. it's it's a beautiful beautiful thing <laughs> Callum <laughs> Promi- promise I'm not flirting promise um, Jamie tell me a little bit about because you you have your magazine which you've just launched I believe correct um, and you're doing all kinds of things so t- just for our lovely listeners tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about everything that you're doing thank you yeah so I've basically started Fruitcake Magazine as a mixture of passion project and it fit with my uni mm-hmm. so I was like let's put them together um, so yeah I kind of wanted to create a safe space in print media because I realised that print media is kind of like stagnant and it's boring mm-hmm. and you know it's just like white feminism being really boring sure so I was like let's do something fun so it's I've got you know photography it's got editorials poetry like inter- interviews articles uh, which I've basically just curated into this magazine mm-hmm. and then it's launching at the end of the month the 31st is the official launch date um, available for pre-order but yeah, it's a lot. It makes me feel like a businesswoman, so I like it. It's it's <laughs> it, it, it's amazing, and it's it's an LGBT plus magazine specifically. Correct. Yeah. So all the uh, contributors identify at some level on the spectrum, but yeah. I was kind of very uh, aware that I didn't want to necessarily uh, shout about that. So it's I'm making it vocal that that's what the contributors are, but mm-hmm. people don't need to tell me how they identify. Some people have wanted to remain uh, anonymous. Sure. Um, but I'm very proud of it and I'm very excited to kind of see it fly. So, yeah. And I put myself on the cover. Uh, I'm, that's incredible. <laughs> I mean, you've got, you've got to put yourself out there. Because I'm a massive narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, re- I'm really, really excited to see that. I'm really excited Thank to see you. the cover. Um, I, think it's a, I think it's interesting that you were saying that the, the, the media is kinda, can become quite stagnant sometimes. Mm. So how are you trying to shake things up a bit? I mean, because we've, had, we've, got, we've got some incredible LGBT plus publications out there. Yeah. Attitude Magazine, Gay mm-hmm. Times, Pink News. Diva magazine, yeah. um, but they've they've all been going for quite a long time, and they've yeah. kind of 
owned the space for quite a long time and there has been some kind of um, new up and coming magazines independent magazines like His Kind His magazine kind, yeah. which I love what they're doing with that Amazing. because it's it's alternative it's different yeah. and they're really celebrating mm-hmm. you know the diversity of our community so what are you trying to do with Fruitcake uh, and I already I already feel like I can mm-hmm. I, I can imagine it in my mind but what yeah. is it that you're trying to achieve with that um, definitely agree with you so like Attitude and the Gay Times are definitely big players in the industry, but mm-hmm. in my head, I'm not trying to compete with them and I'm not trying to kind of um, create something that's on their level purely because I want it to be completely different. I want it to be kind of more artistic. Like, his kind is a lot more niche and it's really personable, like the story behind Dean and everything. Mm, you can yeah. really get into it. Um, and Fruitcake's a lot more um, similar to Fuba, uncensored. Very good. That's what we like. <laughs> I don't, I haven't, I mean, I've edited grammatically, but I don't edit any work. I completely credit everyone's work and don't, you know, turn away submissions. If and Okay. Only, only in terms of size. I've had to turn people away. You know, I don't edit anything. So I want it to be just uncensored, raw, and like real representation because I felt like that was missing. And especially for kind of, I mean, I say younger people, I'm not old, but like people you know, in the early teens who were growing up in this kind of really turbulent media yeah. cycle of just seeing, like, especially trans people just bashed constantly mm-hmm. to then see a publication that has them being celebrated in different ways. I was like, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, and, and I think that's so needed right now in the past year particularly for whatever reason the media have kind of got this they're like a dog with a bone and it's yeah. they're just going for trans people a lot, over yeah. and over again and it's it, it it it's become a farce it really has so mm-hmm. it's really good that you're trying to kind of challenge that thank you um, so it's, it's it's a real i guess it's a magazine that's from the community for the community exactly and i'm um, 20 because i wanted to give back so 20 percent of the profits going to the london lgbtq plus community center um and their crowdfunding efforts because i was like i need it to have a circular economy i need something yeah. to go back i'm not just going to do this and kind of invest the money back into it i need it to to go somewhere so um yeah i'm very excited it's it sounds exciting and i'm really i'm i'm, I'm really excited to see you, you. on the cover I um and i already know that's going to be incredible <laughs> um you look like you're all done up for a magazine show, shoot even today so um i'm very very excited to see that thank you um i wanted to talk as well mm-hmm. about um you identify as non-binary don't Correct, you yeah so we have had a couple of non-binary guests on the show before but it's not something we've ever really like had a deep dive into mm, yeah yeah so i'm really i'm kind of excited to kind of explore that a little bit today sure. so do you want to kind of tell us a little bit about how you came to realize you were non-binary and how you came out as non-binary and what sure. your journey and experience was absolutely um it was definitely something that um it do you know it existed it's existed for decades and decades but i think because we have that social media kind of driven lifestyle mm-hmm. is something that a lot of people find online so they kind of I had that kind of classic I say classic but like um, small town gay childhood and then when I got to uni and I'd kind of been wearing um, feminine clothes and kind of expressing my gender fairly femininely but at that stage I hadn't really put anything together Yeah, I was kind of in a bit of limbo and then it was purely just kind of like seeing representation online and other people online and then me kind of exploring that and looking at it a bit further I was like oh okay this label although I I don't love labels it's sometimes nice to have a label for community reasons so I was like I fit with this let's rock and roll Um, 
I've never actually. I mean, I've come out, but I don't. I haven't like. I wasn't like a huge like. Ta-da! Like, hello everyone. There was no big event. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, obviously, I'm open and honest about it with people, but it's something that, in terms of coming out, I think you have to do it every day. Yeah, it's not something. It's not something. I mean, that's similar for a lot of LGBT people. Um, you do it every single day. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's difficult. It's not. It's not really something that is recognized, and I think it's one of the last kind of societal things where you we're the only people that are like proving our existence still. Yeah, a lot of people. Um, There's a lot of erasure around non-binary identities. There's yeah. a lot of people out there saying it doesn't exist. A lot of people mm. who don't understand it, whether willingly or unwillingly. There's yeah. a lot of people who genuinely don't understand yeah. what being non-binary is. Yeah, and then they push that and they take it to well, it can't exist, or you know, they just kind of have that block. And it's like, I was expecting um, the Channel Four documentary, Gender Quake. Yes, I was expecting that to kind of be really good for non-binary people because I know that there were non-binary people in it. Yeah, and I felt like it was kind of they were overshadowed quite a lot, and it was discussed. But it's something that we're still having to tell our own story, and it's kind of erasure, and it's just messy. So. It's difficult. I, I, d- I didn't see Genderquake myself, but I did see a lot of people talking about it. And yeah. I kind of got the impression that it, w- it just wasn't a very good show in terms of, you know, celebrating trans people talking about trans people. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, it's a real missed opportunity mm. with something like that, having such a big platform to talk about exactly. gender. Um, so, yeah, I think it is really, Im- I, th- I think it is a massive shame, particularly with non-binary identities, because yeah. people, you know, putting that on a, on a, on a mainstream channel mm. where everyone can see it, you, you know, you're more likely to get the general public yeah. to understand because I think sometimes we're in our own little bubble and Correct. we can talk about being non-binary till the cows come home, <laughs> but it's not gonna, you know, it's not gonna get Fred and the news agents to understand no. what yeah. that means and what it is to be non-binary. Exactly, and there was kind of scenes in it that felt like it was being exploited for um, shock factor. You know, the, sure. there was like non-binary people going into fairly. Uh, cisgendered heterosexual environments for the shock factor and I was like well this is bullshit I'm yeah. fucked off <laughs> yeah absolutely um, just a moment ago you were kind of talking about having to come out mm. um, that's an ongoing thing it's something you have to do every single day and I guess that doesn't go for just non-binary people it goes for trans people it goes for gay people yeah. but it must be quite difficult with things like pronouns for instance mm-hmm. because that must be something that you must be almost misgendered on a, on a daily basis yeah. because you know the it's like general society hasn't caught up yet and they don't realize absolutely it's definitely um a head fuck for me and it's i think for me it's potentially one of the last things that still trips me up makes me feel self-conscious just because um by me asking people to use the right pronouns i feel like i'm being extra or being too much yes which actually isn't you're not you're absolutely not but i understand that you feel that way yeah because even in like professional the professional world um and even like when I was asked to come on the show, I was like, is it too much for me to ask? And I was like, absolutely fucking not. No. It's absolutely fine. And it's difficult. Yeah, it's difficult. Like, there are still lots of people in my life that are close to me that don't do it. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of like, this isn't malicious. But also, the only way I can describe it to people that don't know is just like being called the wrong name all the time. Yes. It's just kind of like, 
that initial like twitch you're like that's and not it, it, it must be exhausting to constantly mm. have to correct people and, and i get what you mean it you almost feel like you're being a burden just by yeah. stating your your basic needs yeah. to people and that must be really really hard and i, I, I can't really imagine how difficult that must be yeah it's difficult because um although i don't associate with gender in any way to be kind of set something that you're not all the time is a bit yeah um just frustrating but um are there other are there ever times where you almost don't correct people because i know there's been there's been even for me for instance there's been times where somebody has just assumed i'm straight and has started talking about women or, or yeah. check her out and sometimes i'm just like you know what <laughs> i can't be bothered do yeah. you do you ever find you have situations like that all the time yeah um just in daily life just like at the shops you know whatever out and about um and it's kind of like I can't be bothered to get into it because I know it's going to start a conversation and yeah. although this conversation could turn out to be it could turn out to change someone else's mind my existence isn't to constantly be an, a source of education for people no absolutely because not because all the information's out there um, and in the least arrogant way I'm, I can't be fucked to sit and just like order my coffee but also have to tell you my, <laughs> my gender identity. exactly and I mean you're already doing such an amazing job being in the public space and being a non-binary figure for people and mm. the fact that you almost it feels like you have to then take on this extra responsibility of educating every single person you meet on this street it's yeah. it's too much nobody it's can draining. nobody can do that it must be draining yeah and like mental health wise it gets a lot and it's just like I'm just gonna chill the fuck out and then like can't be fucked but it's yeah it's definitely an ongoing thing Mm. but i think that's the one of my favorite things about the community is we're so tight with each other yeah um there's definitely that solidarity and kind of you know that it's not just you it was just some kind of solace that's uh, that's quite poetic actually (laughs) i I do like that and i do feel like people outside of the lgbt plus community sometimes don't understand what it is to be a part of this community and yeah. how much it means to us i mean we are a family yeah. i found that no matter where i am in the world no matter what country i'm in if i see mm. a rainbow flag and i walk <laughs> into a bar i feel like i'm with my family exactly um and i i, I actually feel quite lucky because yeah. if i was straight and cisgender i wouldn't have that family yeah so let's count our blessings <laughs> let's count our blessings all right well speaking of lgbt plus community let's mm. have a little song i absolutely adore this song this is from the amazing musical oh. by dan gillespie sales this is everybody's talking about jamie <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jamie. I love that. That did you choose that song because it's got your name in it? Absolutely, as a <laughs> huge fucking narcissist. Yeah, I mean, you put yourself on your own magazine. Um, why not? So why? I, I love it. I love it. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with a bit of narcissism. Correct. Um, I want to talk about. Did you hear about the news with Rita Ora? Correct. So this was like a whole roller coaster of a thing. So um, she released a song, and in this song, she talks about um, sometimes I just want to kiss girls, 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 and there's a reference to drinking wine. Mm-hmm. And everybody, this is just for the people listening who don't know about this, um, everybody then kind of jumped on her and kind of said, This is gay baiting, this is queer baiting, this yeah. is absolutely not cool. Mm-hmm. And then she actually turned around and said, look, I've never actually said that I'm a heterosexual woman. You've all just assumed that about me. And I'm just trying to express myself through my music. And you've Mm. made this massive, massive assumption. Absolutely. So what what do you think about the whole thing? Because there's so much going on there. It's a minefield of kind of controversy. It is because it's one of those things that you can't police because, like you say, we were conditioned to think that because she hadn't come out, 
per se, which she doesn't even need to. Yeah. You, you just uh, automatically assume that she's a straight woman. Um, all the other people in the song as well, just like you just assume they were straight women. I I think I, I think I might have this wrong, but I think like Cardi B's in the song and isn't she bisexual yeah. herself as well? Exactly. I saw she put out a statement uh, yesterday and they all basically are like, we obviously didn't mean to be offensive. Yeah. If we were offensive, we apologise. I do think... I mean, when I first initially listened to it, I was a bit like, mm. "Don't like this," just because the the connotations between like getting drunk, yes, and kissing women, yeah. And I was like, "Okay, fine. If that's her experience, that's her experience. And if she's gonna twisting about that, and it's true, then she can rock and roll." Yeah. Um, you know, she's had romantic relationships with women. She can absolutely rock and roll. It's definitely, a, I think even within our own community, there's a minefield of, there's still a lot of um, like policing from yes. within. Yeah. And it's like, just because she has such a large platform doesn't mean you can tell her that she's wrong. Yeah, and I think I, I think for me, because I, I I must admit that like um, you know if I had seen this, I, I I might have assumed myself wrongly so. I might have assumed that she is a straight woman yeah. and she's singing about kissing women. This is not cool with me. So yeah. I even I, I can put my hands up and say that mm. I was kind of doing that thing of just assuming that she was straight because she didn't tell us otherwise. Yeah, same. which is what we're constantly kind of fighting against and saying we don't want this assumption of heterosexuality, mm. and yet we're almost conditioned to do this. Yeah, what I almost kind to take a little bit of umbrage with though is mm. that instead of this being uh, a conversation instead of us opening up a discussion and saying you know Rita Ora, we're, we're not sure about these lyrics let's have a conversation about that and let's yeah. try and understand each other it was instantly let's throw her yep. under the bus she's trash mm. this is awful this is offensive and I think there's there's an awful lot of that yeah. on particularly on social media mm-hmm. and I think you know and, and I do and props to Rita because you know when she came back she wasn't defensive she didn't attack back she just kind of came out and said look I'm really really sorry I would never intentionally cause harm yeah to anyone never mind the lgbt plus community which i've yeah. always been a part of um it wasn't intentional and this is how i feel but then on the flip side of that she's almost been now forced to come out yeah which is difficult because she doesn't need to yeah and she shouldn't be forced to and do you know what like similar to you i hold my hands up when i first saw it i did i didn't wasn't obviously abusive in my tweet <laughs> but i was a bit like mm, this is a bit yeah iffy i'm gonna listen again and kind of wait and see what they say yeah um but i do i must i I do think it's it is okay to be passionate about your opinion and if you do if you do see something like that because you know all those years ago with Katy perry um that that there was that kind of queer baiting thing going on there yeah um and people came for it then so it kind of makes sense that people would come for this now yeah so you know i think it's i think it's absolutely fine to be passionate about your opinion and to share your opinion um it's just the way that we we do that i guess yeah because it was it was actually Hayley Coco's tweet that yeah. I initially saw where she basically was like, it's tone deaf and you don't need... She kind of dismissed the correlation between um, that the song had made about drinking and getting fucked and then drink, uh, kissing women. Yeah. Which I I think agree that with. was... Yeah, I think that's yeah. where everybody found the difficulty. Yeah. Um, but like you say, she doesn't need to come out and she shouldn't feel forced to. And if she's... Ha- you know, it's, it's a bit... It is a bit 
kind of like we're fighting for this outside of our community to stop it happening to us but internally we're all still doing it to each other <laughs> yeah and i think that's a problem that's kind of reoccurring yeah um, and, it, and i think it is good that we're talking about it and i think it is something that we need to address because you know we're very we're very very quick to kind of um throw it out there and say oh look all these other people are doing all these wrongs to us and sometimes yeah. we're kind of doing them to ourselves so it's good that we open up and, and kind of discuss that absolutely um I, how do you feel about kind of the double standards of this situation, though? Because mm. we had a very similar thing with Harry Styles, right. who was kind of um, initially, I, I, you know, I don't want to accuse him of queer baiting, but there mm. was like a sense of that before he came out and said that he was bisexual. Yeah. And he didn't get the same kind of shtick. No, absolutely. That, that, that Rita is getting here. And I almost wonder, is that is that almost like biphobia towards females and yeah. i think that's something that we see a lot we see and again towards lesbian women rather than gay men we almost yeah. have this we're, we're not accepting you or refusing to accept you yeah and i think it's a lot because um obviously a lot of industries are dominated by men so if there's if there's women coming out and saying they're bisexual there's either it's either squashed because there's men controlling their decisions and what they say or mm -hmm. it's instantly sexualized yes so they're constantly it's just like turned into a non-legitimate issue but it's like sexy for the the man yeah who can watch it and jack off which is bullshit um yeah harry styles when that kind of arose everyone was like oh that's adorable yeah and it's like mm, as a diehard one direction fan from <laughs> same same i have no qualms in kind of saying i did join that this is adorable realm just because i knew that i could now sleep with him if i wanted but yeah <laughs> it's obviously if he wanted just well. <laughs> obvious consent we're all about consent um yeah there's definitely a huge double standard and it's still gross like there, there's still loads of stuff about rita aura and it's just people just not acknowledging the hardship that her her sexuality might give her but just turning it into like oh I'd love to see all of the girls from that song make out and it's like yeah, yeah well, I'm sure they'd <laughs> love that too <laughs> uh, yeah I just I, 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 I think it's I think people are often angry when it's convenient for them yeah um, you know like you were saying about Harry Styles everyone wanted to be excited about that <laughs> because everyone wants to see Harry Styles making out with a guy correct um, and then you know as soon as it's somebody a woman gay men are not as interested and yeah. they suddenly oh let's find something to be angry about here and yeah and you know social media loves to tear people down so correct an opportunity like this but i do think i i i'm actually i don't want to say i'm happy about this because obviously it's put rita in a really uncomfortable position and yeah. like she said she's felt like she's had to come out now mm. but i am i am grateful for the discourse that this has brought up yeah because i think we're more likely if this if something like this happens again i think we're more likely to actually look at things and actually try and it's, it's about understanding each other which i there's been a massive misunderstanding between yeah. us and and her in this situation and exactly um bringing that to light just learn from it just learn from it that's what we're, that's what we should be doing with everything yeah. so um and i feel like we've learned something here today <laughs> jamie well well done us thank you <laughs> um on that note i think we should have let's let's pl let's play the song are you, are you cool with that absolutely good we're not boycotting we're, here's, here's rita this is girls
I, I'm, I'm glad we're okay with that song because I, I like it. It's, it's fun to bop to. It's very, it's very summery. It's, I'm, I'm glad we've come full circle on that Correct. one. Um, Jamie, I, I want to know. I want to learn a bit more about you. So Ooh. I thought we would play a little bit of Two Truths, One Lie. Um, so for our lovely listeners, Jamie has come up with three facts about themselves. Correct. And they are going to read them out. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have to figure out which ones are true and which ones are false. Okay. And you've just got one lie. The one lie. Okay. I hope you get it. Okay. I hope I get it too. All right. Yeah. Take it away. Are you ready? Okay. First one. Statement number one. I once sang to an audience some of which the audience members were from the 1966 World Cup. What? <laughs> and I sang a song from Sister Act to a group of football fans. Right, wait, get, tell me that again. I'm That's very confused. So I had to stand up and sing, or did I, to a group of people who were in the 1966 World Cup, the one where England won. So they were like in it as in they were like playing in it. They were like watching me. I had to give them a performance with clothes on. Wow. I know. Statement number two. No, 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 we're not, not <laughs> statement number two. Statement number, we're still on statement number one. I'm, I'm trying, trying to, to figure this out. And you were it. singing. Correct. Are you a singer? No. Right, so <laughs> how did this come to be? So I, it was with the school that I was at. Mm. And we were doing a performance. And then I think the people from the football team were like chairs of the school. Mm-hmm. It's a very straight school. <laughs> Um, and at the time, I had my Justin Bieber fringe, so I was like, yeah, I can sing. Cute. I couldn't sing. Couldn't sing. Um, me on a huge screen being, not giving me my Beyonce moment, but more Susan Boyle. Sure. So, yeah. And how did they react? Um, it was muted. Let's just say that. Right. A, just a light round of applause. And, and a tumbleweed <laughs> rolling on through. Me just stumbling off stage. I would have I would have applauded you. Thank you Applaud- so much. I mean, applause for effort, if nothing else. Correct. And I'm sure you didn't sound as bad as you're making it out. <laughs> do, you want, do you want to sing for us now? No? Okay. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like that is very detailed. Mm. Um, you're a very good liar, if that is a lie. Thank you so much. Um, what, year, what year was this World Cup, though? Mm, 66 66 I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get my um, maths thing out and Bitch. see if there was actually a world cup then um, <laughs> I can't do maths quick enough but I'm, I'm not sure that there was because it's every four years that's probably my how do you know that I, oh, I'm, I'm very mask are you a lover of football I love football can't do get enough actually? of it yeah like I'm absolutely obsessed no I, 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 I no I don't I don't love football <laughs> I did I, I used to really love playing football growing up mm. um, always goalie though I'm very good with my hands I heard that N- not so good with my with my feet <laughs> and other appendages um, but yeah I've never been a I've never I do like watching the World Cup because I feel like it's kind of like yeah. it's kind of like a more masculine version of Eurovision mm. in the way that everybody kind of comes together and celebrates and yeah, I've done a World Cup in Spain. Oh. I think Spain won when I was there. I've done a World Cup in Italy, and I just like I love seeing everybody come alive. Yeah, an excuse for a party. Yeah, exactly. Rock the actual up. like kicking the ball and all that. Not not so much into that, but <laughs> but the kind of culture around it. Yeah, I can get on board. I can get on board with that. Sure. All right, your second fact or not fact? So my f- second fact. So, um, everybody has that thirsty side. Oh God, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> And let's just say I was interacting with somebody Mm. on a... I was being a thirsty white girl and I was on Snapchat. Okay. So being, you know, juicy. Yeah. And they had the same name on Snapchat as my brother. Mm. Yeah. 
some videos might have been displayed oh. accidentally to my brother. <gasps> oh, oh, I'm with you. You were actually deliberately talking to your brother. Absolutely not. Oh I, my d- God, I, I did apologize. not know what to say there for a moment. <laughs> so, you, oh, they, so they were, they had the same Snapchat name. Correct. So you were sending to one person yeah. and you accidentally sent the the, a the, video the saucy my, video to my brother. The, the video of you playing with dogs very casually, obviously, Correct. and nothing, nothing. A bulldog, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that accidentally went to the brother. Yeah. How did how did big or little brother? Big. How did big brother react? Um, I kind of I went straight to Google. You know, when you're like, what the fuck do I do? I don't think Google's Google's not going to help you. <laughs> so I just like found. I was like, I'm going to put my play, my phone on airplane mode and just like hope for the best. Oh, it didn't work though, did didn't it? Didn't work. Opened no reply. Say. Oh, have you ever discussed it? Absolutely. Not. I hope Big Bro's listening. <laughs> I <laughs> hope he was just like, you know what? I'm going to support it. Jamie. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to listen to the show tonight. <laughs> Oh, okay. I, I I have a I have a story as well. Quite cool. quite quite. It's, it's not actually about me. It was when I was in school and I had a very very close friend who was. We were about fifteen sixteen years old, mm. um, and the friend was completely straight, um, and he was gay. He got a text from his uncle oh, no. on Christmas Day. Um, little 15-year-old, let's call him Ben. Mm. Little 15-year-old Ben got a text from his uncle on Christmas Day <laughs> saying, "Some I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something like, last night was great. Thanks for riding me, you absolute stallion. <laughs> um, so 15-year-old Ben is, is, is very confused Scarred. while Uncle Tommy, let's call him, um, <laughs> is sending him that. Um, because Uncle Tommy wasn't out either. Oh, great. So this is how Uncle Tommy accidentally came out to the family. What a Christmas present. By I am um, texting filth to the nephew. And it was because the guy he had hooked up with the previous night had the same name. So it's a similar you know situation. What? You're not alone in this. As thirsty gays, I've got lots of struggles. Mm-hmm. Do you ever use Facebook Messenger either? For thirsty travels? Well, yeah, yeah, for thirsty travels. Um, I know it's an odd place for the thirst. <laughs> it's, not, it's not Snapchat. It's not as well... You know, do well, you know what I haven't? But do you know what I might do now? No, no, don't. I was. Then this is the issue because on, on on Facebook Messenger, it's mm. like one click and it just sends a photo. Oh right. And it's yeah. like if you accidentally tap, it's like oh, we'll just send this. There's no because <laughs> with like Snapchat and everything else, it's a double. It's yeah. you click the picture and then it says this is what you want to send and you say absolutely. On Facebook, you accidentally tap something and then straight there, there you go, Mum. There's a picture. <laughs> Of my genitals. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. So, um, oh, I, I feel I feel bad for you, Angie. But this might not be true. Mm. Mm. You got all you. Oh, I bet this is the lie, and you had me properly taken in with this story. <laughs> oh, okay. Next one. What's okay. The next one. So the next one is also a tale of the thirst. I um, love the tales of the thirst. You're welcome. My new memoirs. <laughs> um, so this was oh 18 months ago, and it was December. Sure. So it's freezing. And I, <laughs> Is that relevant to the story? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I have a friend with benefits. Let's call him John. John. Good old John. Um, and it's just like chill. We go for drinks sometimes. We just, you know, sometimes we, we check. And then one day, because I live in a town with a, a race tr- course, but like for horses. Sure. So... <laughs> big race track going round. He was like, "Oh, let's drive up here. There's a great view of London." I was like, "Okay, fine. Let's go." Um, we go for a walk, and it's like midnight, and I'm like, "I know what's going to happen. It's one of us is going to be naked, or both of us are going to be naked at some point." Well, at least you'd hope so. I mean, correct. <laughs> what else would you do on a race? <laughs> um, and then we got caught by headlights driving down <gasps> the race. 
oh like field um literally butt naked just on oh the grass so you just thought you know racetrack at night nobody's going to be here Correct. let's just get butt naked do it on the grass we're yeah. going to be fine and It'll then be funny and then next minute somebody drives down Some headlights blaring headlights blaring and i was like are we okay <laughs> it wasn't your big brother driving the car was it <laughs> he's like, i recognize that <laughs> i've seen that before um. <laughs> <laughs> no so it was it was a lot and we both kind of st- ran away yeah because what else do you do i know i mean i was like mm, we could keep going could keep going give them a show maybe it was dogging who knows <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was a lot oh uh, jamie those are three of the most incredible stories i've ever heard you're welcome um they all seem true you're a very good liar mm-hmm. um oh i feel like i feel like the first one might be the lie just because these tales of the thirst i'm i'm, I'm a fan of them <laughs> and they and they seem from the heart and they seem oh i just don't because like all right the th- standing unless it was like the snapchat didn't go to your brother Ooh. and it went to like dad or your <laughs> sister i mean you know it could have technicality yeah what are you thinking what's your official i'm thinking they all might be true and and you've just changed a little detail That's in something so maybe in the first one you weren't performing to these football people you were performing to somebody else or maybe you right. sent the the the, <laughs> the the filthy snapchat to somebody else or maybe it wasn't like this third one didn't happen on an abandoned race course mm. and it actually happened you know in a outside a, in a tesco car park <laughs> You oh, know, yeah. anything's possible. Who knows? Um, I'm going to say that the first one mm. is the lie, but there is an element of truth in it. Okay. And that is my... Oh, I feel like I'm going to get this wrong, but Ooh. yeah, that is my final answer. Do you want me to tell you? Oh, do I? Yeah, go. Yeah. Okay, so the first one, absolutely true. Ah, oh, damn. true. The second one, full-blown big lie. Ah. Oh. No, complete lie nothing true in that one not even a not even a whisper <laughs> do you feel a bit bad now <laughs> <laughs> i'm so disappointed like i oh, i was really getting into this kind of like bizarre fa- family I dynamic you had going like a on right manipulative bit do you have an older brother yeah so he's not fabricated no no, no just the, just the <laughs> first just fabricated the, the last one was also fully true oh wow mm. well congr- congratulations alone for the last one i Thank mean you I, so I, much. I, I that's impressive that is impressive <laughs> i'm really i'm really i never thought i'd say this but i'm really really disappointed that your brother didn't see your nudes mm, like, so am i because <laughs> they're great yeah he did you know he deserves he deserves, he deserves to know what you, i was uh, okay this is interesting because Ooh. i was gonna call you little bro then. yes so what like what would the non-binary word be Correct. little sibling that doesn't sound right that, that, i know what you mean that he actually asked me that the other day and he was like what do i call you and i just kind of i think i did say sibling yeah or I said better half, but that wasn't appropriate. Mm. Um, or, do you know what? If anyone's always like, I don't know, I'd just say my name. Yeah, that makes sense. Just be like, yeah, Jamie. And just then Jamie. if they ask, they'd be like, yeah, they're related to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like we. I feel like it would be nice if we had, like, words. Because mm. I'm, I'm sure there are other examples, like aunt and uncle. I don't know what yeah, that would be. And, and like, because in relationships, although I've never been in a relationship, it I would be partner. Partner's partner, fine. Partner, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah significant other you know i hate significant Same, other. i hate it and especially when people shorten it to so like whoa oh, no absolutely never get a, get a grip never like if anyone ever refer- referred to me as their so i'm um, they go no, i'm out i'm out <laughs> <laughs> all right on that note let's have a little bit of dirty sexy money this Ooh. is david guetta 
that song that gets me in the mood to like just go out and make bad decisions. You were just having a boogie. I was having a boogie. I was having a great time. <laughs> um, Jamie, let's 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 talk dating. So I've got sure. a little game for you. Um, it, in dating apps, you know, we typically decide whether we want to date somebody based on their appearance. Yes. In this game, we're going to completely flip that on its head. Great. And you're going to decide whether you're going to date this person based on one fact and one fact alone okay. about them. Fine. You got it? I got it. All right. We're ready. Your first one. You are going from one bar to the next, mm-hmm. and your date bumps into some mates and invites them to come for a drink. <clears throat> do you swipe right or do you swipe left? Left is bad. Left is bad, yeah. Left. I always forget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> left, left, left You're saying again. absolutely not. I hate unannounced guests. Oh, me too. Like, it, it literally doesn't matter who it is. I'm Mm-mm. like, I've, I've, you know, I've signed up for an evening with a date or with a friend or with Correct. my mum or who else, and then suddenly... Oh, Deirdre's coming to join us. <laughs> like, no, I don't want Deirdre. I don't care how much you love Deirdre. I don't care how much I love Deirdre. Deirdre Absolutely. needs to fuck off. Correct. So we can continue our evening. Because, yeah, just because it's like a mental thing. It's like I've pre-planned in my head that it's, it's just us. Yeah. Are you an introvert? Because I'm an introvert. I, I yes, I ex- describe as an introverted extrovert. Oh, I like that. Because I appear to be not. Yes. But I am, yes. Very. A lot of people kind of assume that I'm not because I just walk in the party and start talking to fucking everyone. <laughs> but I, I am very, very introvert. And yeah. I think it might be that. It's like, stop like stop bringing more people into this. You're making yeah. my life very difficult and very stressed as it is. It's, yes. Not okay. Swipe no, left. No, okay. I'm swiping left as well. No, fuck your friends. <laughs> Absolutely fuck off to all your friends. All right. Your next one is your date pays for your drinks all night, mm. but exclusively... With copper coins. Ooh. How much are these drinks? How many copper coins have you got? Yeah. <laughs> it's also a full bag. Do you know what? I'm going to swipe right just because that's... He's really saved those coins. Yeah. That's kind of cute. I would find it like almost like endearing. Yeah, like, oh, thanks. Like, are you doing this to make a statement? Are you like trying to bring down capitalism with your like... <laughs> copper coins a huge just like bag for life of coins just <laughs> poured on the bar the only thing I, about that is I feel like it might take all night mm. you know especially if you're buying drinks in London oh yeah round of drinks in London is not cheap Hunt. you're paying with coppers you're going to be there for an hour and a half so it's a lot. That is a lot, but also <laughs> okay, right, endearing. Swipe right. Yeah, I'm going to swipe right as well. We're in agreement on that one. Mm-hmm. All right. When you f- when you first walk up to your date, they say, "Oh, that's an interesting outfit." Oh well, that's happened, and they've gone swipe left <laughs> straight out the door. Bye, bitch. <laughs> Not having this. No. I see. I, think, I feel like this might be different for us because you, mm. your your identity, I guess, is so tied to your expression. Yeah. That if somebody's saying that to you, it's like fuck off big no no like yeah, fuck wait. right off mm-hmm. whereas for me I'd be like oh have I, have I have I put on a stupid outfit like what what have I done Damn, that's not possible oh correct um, <laughs> yeah no it is it is wild and it's kind of like um, I've had people ask me to get changed no I've had people ask me to like walk a bit behind and then on a date yeah and I'll just be like okay I'll walk back behind and then turn around and fuck <laughs> off and I'll go home and I'll take my face off and I'll get in the bus so um yeah it's a big no no people are bastards aren't they people are wild I'm yeah I'm really really not okay I'm really sorry that that's happened to <laughs> oh, you honey, it's by fine. The way. I don't know why do people think it's acceptable to say can you get changed mm. I'm like, like do you know how long <laughs> I put effort into this for you yeah for you and oh no 
I, I would never ask you to change. I think uh, you look incredible. Stop, I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're on a date and the other person doesn't take their headphones off from around their neck for the entire time. Ooh. I feel like my producers are coming for me on this one <laughs> because that is me. That is me on a date. Ooh. I have these, I have these like wireless soundproof headphones and I'm absolutely obsessed with them. I bring yeah. them everywhere with me. They just sit. And they just sit because sometimes I don't have a bag with me mm. and I've nowhere to put them so I just let them sit around my neck yeah. and I don't know I consider them kind of a fashion accessory <laughs> sometimes little choker you've got going on yeah um, I'm I feel very attacked <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna swipe right thank you because it's not the end of the world if they put them in oh well that'll be something else bye yeah um, no that's fine I mean yeah I d- no it's fine uh, yeah I think sure. it's fine as well like yeah. I, I, I'm i absolutely swiping right to this person mm. but I have now developed I think like massive insecurity and a bit of a complex <laughs> and I don't think actually a couple of my friends have been like oh Callum and those fucking headphones he never <laughs> fucking takes them off he brings them everywhere with him and now I, 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 I feel very attacked I, I feel like I've been backed into a corner Jesus this Christ is, this is not fair <laughs> Um, Jamie, I think you earlier on you were saying you had a, a horrific dating story mm. that you wanted to share with me. <laughs> um, would you like to take the stage? I'm, ve- I'm very excited to hear this. <clears throat> yeah, so dating is wild because it's something that for me is... <laughs> Sorry, Jamie, I, have, okay. to, I have you, to I have to interrupt you. Um, go for it. The, the, my lovely, lovely producer has just written me a message saying mm. it, it was out of love. You sometimes wear FUBAR's headphones and your own at the same time. True dedication. Which, which, which is true. I have sat here with the, <laughs> one pair of headphones on my head and another pair around my neck. So, um, yep, thank you for exposing me to the world, producer Abby. Dragged. You absolute monster. <laughs> Sorry, Jamie. Continue with your story, That's which okay. we're all very excited to hear. Um, so, dating is wild for me because it's a zone where you don't necessarily get what you're thinking you're going to get because um, not to get too deep but like it's a place where men either know about non-binary or trans people from porn okay which is one place where a lot of people just especially men like discover trans people okay so therefore their instant view of us is like instantly sexualized so I'm looking hot in my town. I'm stood outside Starbucks, you know, getting the sun, getting my life. This guy comes over, and it's the day after I've just had my head shaved, so I was like, okay, feeling hot. He comes over, and he's like, oh, what does it say on your top? And on my top, it said, love, sex, hate, sexism. So I was like, Like this is what it says. Um... And then he was like, oh, what's your number? I need to... We need to do something. And I was like, am I... Am I being recorded? <laughs> What's Just happening? Where are the hidden cameras? Yeah, Anne and Deck come out. <laughs> so I was like, okay. And then literally like two days later, we go for drinks. Um, Absolutely vile. Oh no, what happened? He was just like constantly just like sexualizing me, sexualizing oh, no. my body, like trying to touch me. And I was like, this is a joke. But, and then he was just like saying all this stuff. And he was like, oh, can we go back to yours? And I was like, well, no, because I'm not vibing that. And then um, he obviously was fucked off because he thought he was getting some action. Action, mm. and then just like started going in at me on oh my, my appearance. God. And I walked away, and I was like, "Bitch, I'm stunning." You are stunning. <laughs> that is absolutely horrendous. And what a way for him to deflect his own insecurity yeah. by trying to tear you down. Correct. And he was—I mean, he wanted you. Correct. Yeah, I mean, that was quite. <laughs> so the fact that he would then go for your appearance. Yeah, and I was just like, 
and it's 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 very difficult and it's something that I do get a lot and it kind of does what my um, perception of man because it's like I either get like transphobia from you or not just be arrogant but like you you want to fuck me yeah and it's like what's the in between and like he said to me he was like oh um, do you see yourself being single the time forever because like most people just want to have sex with you and I was like I know I'm great and I've got a skinny sexy body but I've got a lot of love to give yeah so don't don't play you know tar me with that brush so yeah it was a lot but you know what fuck it it's uh, it's such a shame and, and and you know this isn't the first time i'm hearing this either i've mm. uh, you know a lot of trans friends often say very very similar experiences yeah. to me and it's almost this assumption that somehow your gender identity mean makes you a sex object yeah and, and i and i do think porn has a lot to answer mm. for that yeah um and i think often representation as well the lack of representation means the only place people are seeing trans people is in porn yeah so then when they see them in real life it's like, oh a, a, a sex toy to play yeah. with which is absolutely horrendous and it, it fucks with your body image as well sometimes yeah. because you're like if i'm wearing something and i feel sexy that is absolutely okay yeah but then it's that double kind of thought and it's like okay i feel really hot and sexy but it's inviting the wrong kind of intention yeah is it gonna invite men and then i'm kind of literally got to a point now where i'm like i don't care i'll flip yeah. a finger i'll throw a cigarette i'll do whatever good so, for you 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 throw the cigarette yeah well i did that <laughs> once and i went in their car and they got out i had to run away <laughs> I was like, ooh, sorry. <laughs> well, speaking of cigarettes, let's have a little bit of fuego. <laughs> Take a dive into my eyes. Yeah, that is all the lightness. Fubar Radio presents. I'm very, very excited because Ralph Roll is in the building. The craziest thing that ever happened to me, I did the Grammys with Lady Gaga. First I would hear a voice with count, or then you would hear a click. So I'm playing, and everything is fine. All the rehearsals were great. Sound check was great. And I'm playing going, man, I am killing because I can't hear the click. And then I realized there was no click. The click was not there. And if you also stop to think, then everything goes. On a live show, I would be that drummer that stopped on the Grammys for the rest of my life, you know? I could be sitting in like McDonald's we go aren't you that drummer who stopped on the you know that I run out screaming every Thursday from 4pm Fubar Radio so Jamie and I have just been discussing while we were listening to the lovely toy there um, how much we absolutely adore our next guest we're joined now by the incredible Monroe Bergdorf how are you doing Monroe oh hi Thank How you. How are you doing? I'm really good. Really, really good. It's great to have you here. I'm joined in the studio by the amazing Jamie. Um, and Hi, a- Jamie. Hi, Monroe. We've actually been talking a lot about um, gender on this week's show because Jamie um, identifies as non-binary. And uh-huh. um, you have a new documentary coming out on Channel 4, I believe. I do, tonight at 10 o'clock. Oh, tonight as well. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Um, it's called What Makes a Woman. It's looking into the gender conversation. I like to call it a gender conversation. There's lots of people that are calling it the gender debate. Yes. I don't think it's a debate. Mm. I think that trans people have been forced to um, debate their identities too long, our identities even, too long. And it's just pushing that conversation forward to say that um, we all need to think about what makes a woman, what, what, what is gender in 2018. 
I, yeah, I think I, I think that's a really good. I, I I like that, and I think that's a really good point because I think there has almost been this kind of antagonistic side of it, and there's been this mm-hmm. a, a lot of um, trans people being put down, and also trans people almost being put on a platform and and kind of forced into conversations where they're being attacked and and kind of forced to yeah yeah prove. I themselves. mean, there there is there, there are um, confrontations in the documentary yeah. where I speak to somebody and some other people that don't um, believe in trans people, that they just think trans women are men and trans men are women. And um, you can't... Um, in, in any other way apart from the gender that you're assigned at birth. And I think it's important to have those conversations in there, but yeah. it was very much a consensual experience. I wanted to try and find a middle ground. Ultimately, I don't think that there really is a middle ground for someone who doesn't respect you as a person. Mm. But um, I think it's important to at least have that balanced view in the documentary. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree with you. And I think the fact that it is kind of on a mainstream channel and there will be a lot of people watching it's 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 almost a positive thing to kind of address people's questions and to try and get people to understand you know we're very much um in we can be very much in our own bubble sometimes in our echo chambers and it's 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 a wonderful thing to step outside of that Um, for sure for sure in in the documentary um you kind of go into some really really interesting things i believe like i know that you talk about your own facial feminization surgery Um, and you also, that there was something to do with like a brain scan? Yeah, I participated in this really interesting study. Um, basically, we went to Germany and these um, doctors have um, perfected an algorithm, well, they're perfecting an algorithm mm-hmm. um, where the machine, <laughs> the machine, <laughs> a machine can basically predict um, whether or not someone's data comes from a cisgender person, a cisgender man or woman, or a trans person. And it basically goes to give scientific proof that gender is on a spec, that people's gender identities is on a spectrum, not um, necessarily binary, that we are all on the spectrum. Some people may identify with the binary, but we are still on a spectrum. Um, So it's just really, really great to have spoken to scientists and um, people that are at the top of their game um, literally saying that, look, the way that we're identifying babies at birth as male or female when we don't have any insight into how they're going to identify when they're an adult may be flawed. I I think that's so, so important. I mean, we shouldn't need to prove our gender identities to anyone, but Mm. the fact that we we are able to kind of have this scientific backing that says, look, this is is legitimate, this is a real thing, it Mm -hmm. must definitely help kind of get people to understand and get people to accept something. Yeah, absolutely. That's what what we're trying to um, get people thinking. Because I know that the LGBT community are going to see this and then be like, oh, yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, this is, I, I know all of this but also i feel that um it's not too much like that that it's going to patronize um especially the trans audience i really feel that like a trans kid in the middle of nowhere out in the sticks of middle england mm. um on a farm somewhere is going to watch this documentary and feel genuinely empowered um i've been all across it i'm the presenter i'm the narrator i'm the subject so I've been so aware of everything that's happening in this film. So it really is a labour of love, and I am. Um, I hope that um, it helps 
people in some way. It, it, it absolutely will. And I, I, I think you are an incredible role model and to put yourself out there in that way is incredible, especially, you know, with how the media have been lately. They've been very attacking and critical of trans people. So mm. the fact mm. that you are putting yourself out there on a mainstream platform, you're absolutely right. It will it will help so many people come to terms with who they are and to help yeah. understand yeah. who they are. Um, sure. I'm, re- I'm really interested. When you did the, the brain scan, presumably it said that you were a transgender woman, but on a, on a kind of spectrum. Because it's, no, it's not transgender. Basically, um, they're still perfecting it. So they've got the trans bracket, but they haven't, because there's only a small sample of people that have um, been involved in the study, they, can't, they haven't got enough samples to divide up the trans um the trans bracket of when someone um, when the machine predicts that somebody's trans um, I won't say what my result was <laughs> yeah don't, don't want to give it away <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's the more people that are involved in the studies and the more identities that involve um, that get involved in the study, the more um, concise the results are going to be. They're yeah. very much at the beginning of the study. So um, it, it's, it's really exciting. And I, I hope the more people get involved in it. And it's, it's cisgender people as well that have been involved in the study. It's not some sort of weird experiment on yeah, trans yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's amazing. It's actually the first time I've heard of something like this. So yeah. I'm, re- I'm really, really, really excited about it. Is it something that anyone can get involved with could i get involved with the study for instance if i wanted to i assume so if you wanted to jump or jump on a plane to arken in germany oh, oh <laughs> the coin purse is a little bit tight <laughs> <laughs> but i'm sure that i'm sure that there's other um people doing um studies i think you know what it's such the brain is such um I mean, we 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 don't know that much about it in the way that it functions. I mean, gender isn't just something that's in our brains. It's also formed by society. It's mm. formed by um, our environment, by what we've been exposed to. So um, it was it was really interesting to see um, how like my brain looks as well. Yeah, um, I had, yeah, that that was amazing. Um, the, you can see that as well in the documentary. I, I have a cat scan, uh, well um, MRI scan even, and um, yeah, I got to see my brain for the first time. Oh wow! I'm, I'm I'm so so genuinely excited to <laughs> see this, Monroe. Like really really excited. Do you? Think- yeah. Do you think that um, one day, and I don't know if this this would be an, an, an ethical issue or whether this would be the right or wrong thing to do, but do you think one day it would be possible to almost determine the gender identity of a baby or a young child? Because, you know, there are potentially environmental factors as well. But do you think something like this could try and help us to understand? Well, that- I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's really asking the question, should we be doing that? Mm. Should, should we be, um, you know, preempting someone's life before... Um, they're actually born and have lived yeah. and got to know themselves. I mean, it's like predict- predicting somebody's sexuality. Of I mean, course, before yeah. they go and experiment and find out what they like, how mm-hmm. can you choose that for them? Yeah. Um, I mean, it, 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 yeah, I mean, I don't think that we should be um, labeling children at birth. I think that just let children be children and let them grow into themselves. I think, um, yeah. I think so too and I think it would be I think it would be really wonderful if we didn't make any assumptions about children mm. at birth you know we we are constantly yeah. kind of branding them with male and female um, yeah and I, I, I once heard a wonderful quote and I, and I wish I could tell you who said this because it's completely slipped my mind <laughs> um, but somebody was asked about the gender of their child and they mm-hmm. answered by saying oh I don't know I'll let you know when they tell me 
and I think oh that's that really nice it's, it's really, really, really lovely and I and I just wish we had more of an approach to gender that way you know we yeah we, we thrust these labels on 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 young people on on, on yourself on on Jamie even on yeah. myself and before we do kind of discover who we are and I think it would be it would be the world would be a better place if, we, if we didn't do that for sure how, for how, sure I mean if we look at I mean how when we look at um how people's lives go and um who's um well i mean for example um the highest percentage of um people that commit suicide mm. are young um white men in britain so really i think that we need to look at people's um intersections and it's the whole life experience i mean there's got to be a reason why certain um, sections of society are affected in certain ways and I mean the um, um, amount of black women that experience mental health problems and I just think that it's really interesting um, to look at gender but not just gender into all of the different intersections that come into play in somebody's life yeah, I think definitely. And and, and Jamie identifying yeah. as, as non-binary, how mm-hmm. do you feel? Especially, I think that intersection kind of statement's really true because it affects not only uh, your existence, but, you know, your mental health, your kind of... Wh- the ways in which you can apply for jobs. Like, I'm a fresh graduate and I'm now, you know, having to deal with that layer of my identity affecting the way that I get work and the way that I can find a new house, you know, and it's so many intersections that if we were not labelled at the beginning and it wasn't a constant fight against what we were labelled, it would be so much more relaxed. So I just want to thank you so much, Mary, for doing oh, this with so you. much strength behind it. Oh, well, I mean, I'm. it's really um, a community thing because, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not doing it, like, you know, just... What, who, who am I without community, you know? Who, Absolutely. Any of us without community, we're all in it together. So, I mean, every platform that I use, I want to make sure that it's of benefit to it anybody else yeah um because i mean otherwise what's the point perfect absolutely absolutely and i and i can't all i can do is echo everything that jamie's just said we both think you're an amazing voice in the community and we and we absolutely love what you're doing um so the show is it's it's 10 p.m correct tonight on channel 4 10 p.m tonight channel 4 and if you miss it then you can always tune in to or log on to oh my god i sound so old log (laughs) on to um all four uh, where you can stream it um and if you're outside of the uk then we're working on ways for you to see that as well absolutely amazing well i know that i'm going to be rushing home after the show tonight um yay let me know what you think yeah and and we're and we're hoping to get you in here on the show at some point so that would that would be absolutely amazing too Um, sure yeah um, so yeah Moreau thank you so much for coming on thank um, you Moreau we're going to play you out with a little bit of Years and Years I love Years and Years me too <laughs> see you later <laughs> bye. bye what an absolute legend Monroe was it was amazing to have her on the show an icon um, have you have you heard I don't know if you've been on social medias today uh, Jamie have you heard this Yanni or Laurel debate no and you did just mention it and I you looked at me blankly I thought you sneezed <laughs> <laughs> um, basically there's this audio track that has gone viral and right. everyone is talking about it um, and it's basically it's like an audio I don't even know what to call it um, like a riddle no it's not a riddle it's it do you remember the dress? Everyone was debating whether the dress was gold and oh, okay, yeah. It's like that, but with but with audio. Okay. Um, so I, I, I'm going to play it to you, right. and I really, really want to know whether you th- hear Yanni or Laurel. I'm, <gasps> it's it's so weird. Okay. All right. All right here, here it is for our listeners as well. 
Laurel. Oh my god, this Laurel. What are you hearing? Are you hearing Yanni or are you hearing Laurel? Laurel. I'm hearing Laurel now, and I was hearing Yanni earlier. It's it's fucked with my head. <laughs> producer, producer Hannah is saying Yanni. She's adamant. And it, and producer Abby is also saying Yanni. I hear Laurel. 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 They're shaking their heads. That 100% says no, Laurel. 2018 is blowing away my mind. <laughs> um, please tweet us in. Please tweet at Fubar Radio um, and and tell us whether you hear Yanni or Laurel because this this is messing with my head and I just I'm glad we're in agreement though. Absolutely, because because we're sensible and like those <laughs> ladies out there. Um, so yeah, do tweet us in. Also, if you want to send in some sex confessions, mm. Jamie and I are going to be reacting to those later. So you can send those in to Callum at foobarradio.com it's completely anonymous um, so you know what What did you refer to them as earlier oh thirsty thirsty somethings we're gonna go nuggets now thirsty nuggets so send in your thirst nuggets to Callum uh, send your thirst nuggets to Callum at <laughs> foobarradio.com and we'll react to those later correct um, but before we do that Are you ready for some porn or not porn? Absolutely. This is my absolute favorite game. In this game, Jamie... Oh, no. We're both going to try and figure out um, whether these sound bites are from porn (laughs) or not from porn. And apparently it's National Vegetarian Week. Great. So these are either from porn or these are famous vegetarians or vegans. That is hilarious. And I also don't know the answers. The producers are going to be feeding us that information. So great. You ready for your first one? I'm ready. All right. Is this porn or a vegetarian? Oh, mother. Oh, hi. Oh, Kendra. <laughs> wow. Oh, my. I heard Kendra. Mm. Do we know a famous Kendra? No. No. Kendra. Wait, go again. Oh, mother. Oh, hi. Oh, Kendra. <laughs> I, see, I feel like the obvious answer is porn there. I'm going to go with porn. Do you think? Because I, I, I think they're trying to trick us. Ooh. And I think this is not porn. And this is somebody getting excited about cooking a vegetarian meal <laughs> in the kitchen. For Kendra. And maybe they've, like, put the blender on and it's gone everywhere. Oh. And, you know. Like, oh, Kendra. Like, I'm not hearing pleasure. I'm hearing, oh, God, what? You, you know? Annoyance. Do you want to hear it again? Go for it. Oh, mother. Oh, hi. Oh, Kendra. <laughs> Do you see what I'm... Or it's like somebody taking a bite of yeah. something really delicious and going, oh, yeah, oh, this is good. Oh, Kendra. I'm going to switch. Are you switching? I'm going, I'm going vegetarian. We're both saying vegetarian. What is the answer, please? It is not porn. It oh. is Ariana Grande, who is a vegan, and it's behind-the-scenes video of her getting ready for the Met Gala. Her breathing in as three people did up the back of her dress. Oh, my God. I see it now. Yeah, because that that dress was great. So Kendra must be, like, one of the ladies in charge of dressing her. (laughs) Oh, mother. Oh, hi. Oh, Kendra. I hear Ariana now. (laughs) I 100% hear Ariana now. That's... Sucked into her dress. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. All right, the next one is... Well, I'm finished with you. Uh, oh, <laughs> I've wait. heard that before. I recognise that voice. Well, I'm finished with you. Do you recognise that voice? Go again. I recognise that voice. Well, I'm finished with you. Do you sleep with porn actors? I regularly <laughs> hang out with <laughs> porn actors all the time. It sounds like a presenter. Mm, like a TV it? personality. I don't think somebody's going to, like, rail somebody and then be like, well, I'm finished with you. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I just, oh, I don't see that happening. Well, I'm finished with you. 
Yeah, no, I'm going vegetarian. Are you? I Again, I think they might be trying to trick us. I'm going to agree. I'm going to say vegetarian as well, but... Oh, I'm not sure. Go on. Yeah, vegetarian. Final answer. Correct. Not Paul. Paul McCartney, interview on Conan. That That's Paul... That's, yeah, I knew I recognised the voice. Well, I'm finished with you. Yeah, I see it. Oh. I see it. Um, what was happening there? Do we yeah. know what was happening there? Very, very intrigued to know um, what... Paul McCartney <laughs> was uh, was up to there. Um, they're, they're writing rude things on the screen. Stop that! Absolute stop scandal. Stop that immediately. God, these producers rude. won't behave themselves. Two minutes. God. All right, next one. That's so amazing. Uh, no, see, at the, the very end, I had like a bowl. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Can you hear? That's me? so amazing. Yeah, I hear a bowl. I hear a bowl. Thank you so much. But we've had two not pawns. That's true. Maybe there's a bowl in this pawn scenario. Maybe they're using hot oil. Maybe they're using hot oil. People fuck in the kitchen. Um, Correct. There are all kinds of weird pawn scenarios out there. Um, so, you know, this could be a bit of kitchen sex. Oh, yeah. I think it's about time we had a pawn. I think it's about time we had a pawn as well. These 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 tricky ladies are not going to trick us this week. We think this is... Are we saying pawn? Correct. Should we have it one more time? Yeah. All right. That's so amazing. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Pawn. I think, we're say, I think we're saying pawn. Pawn! Yeah. Nailed it. Wow. We're, we're, do, we're doing really well. Um, three-way stepmom. Three-way stepmom roughly dried balls deep. Drilled. Beautiful. Oh, <laughs> can't read. Three-way stepmom roughly drilled balls deep. Got it. Um, and apparently this is a mum in the kitchen talking to the two kids. As you do. Very, very confused <laughs> about this. That's so amazing. Right. Oh, that's what the... That's the, the bowl. bowl noise. There we go. Got it. So this is like the setup to the actual sex, isn't it? Absolutely. I, 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 really, I really hope so, because the kids are still in the room. <laughs> Get, get them out of the room and then and then we'll continue <laughs> alright three for three correct we're doing well what's next and you were just begging for me to get off it oh for god's sake oh my I did that. Oh, that is so obviously porn that I feel like it's probably not I need that again I bet you do uh, and you were just begging for me to get off it oh my god! you were just begging for me to get off it I just I can't think <laughs> what on earth that could be if it's yeah. not porn a salad <laughs> not correct. Uh, ooh, uh, yeah, I'm just, going. I'm pawning. I'm I'm pawning as well. I feel like they're trying to trick us, but double pawn. Double pawn. Go boom. Oh, oh. it's not pawn. Morrissey being interviewed by Russell Brand, who are both vegan. Very good. Um, begging to get off the stage. Right. So Morrissey, let's hear that again. So this is Morrissey speaking. Yeah. And you were just begging for me to get off it. Oh, I don't oh, like that at all, Morrissey. Mm. Um, begging to get off the stage because Russell wanted to get on the stage, apparently. Oh. Very very good. Does Morrissey always speak with that gruff... Morrissey's a bit of a twat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know him personally. Right. right. He's always a bit controversial. Yeah. <laughs> F- fair enough. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> nice! Oh, short and nice. Sweet. Short and sweet. Well, we've only had one pawn. Mm. So via a process of elimination, I feel like this one n- must be pawn. Although it could very, very easily be somebody saying nice about a, a nice cucumber or something. That's <laughs> But that could be pawn like, too. There this. we go. <laughs> Who knows nowadays? Who knows? This is why this game's so hard. Let's go again. It- nice. Oh. 
porn. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I it's one it. of those. I can see like an absolute douchebag of a man. Yeah, like oh, it's like him like jizzing on someone's face, and then like he's so proud of his accomplishment. <laughs> he's, he's like, great. nice. And nice. she's like, oh, <laughs> great. Yeah, we're 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 saying porn. Porn. Teaching him how it's done. Wow. And apparently, you do that by saying, nice, nice. Um. Absolutely beautiful. Apparently, this is a, a guy being excited about the girl's new computer. He then teaches her how to use it. Then they fuck. Great. So we've not only got m- man fucking a woman. He's mansplaining <laughs> how to use a computer, <laughs> and then he fucks her. She's just trying to get her work done. Great. She's not interested. No. She just have to grin and bear it. Nice. Oh, it's a work computer as well. Oh, oh, inappropriate in the workplace. <laughs> it's just not on. P45s everywhere. Um, I'm, I'm Jamie. I'm really interested. Um, mm. Just to go back to our Yanni or Laurel conversation. I'm just really interested in knowing whether this has changed. Okay. You know, we've had a little bit of porn or not porn. True. So we both said. Did we say Laurel? Yes. We both said Laurel. Let's see if it's still the same. Laurel. Yes. It's still Laurel, Laurel. for me. And and the producers are shaking their heads, and I've they still, still think it. it's Yanni. Um, do do tweet us and tell us what you think. Um, we're That's fascinated. Wild. That's crazy to find out. It, yeah, it's it's something else. Uh, we are going to be reacting to your sex confessions very very shortly. There is still time to send them in. Uh, you can do that by emailing Callum at footballradio.com and we'll be reacting to them very shortly. It's completely anonymous. It's completely confidential. So don't worry about us telling your sex confession to the world with your <laughs> name attached to it. We promise. We won't do that. So, yeah, send them in and we'll be reacting to that after this. It's a little bit of Kylie Minogue. That was Kylie Minogue making a racket on her motorcycle. <laughs> God God bless that woman. What an angel. Speeding home. <laughs> At the beginning of the show, Jamie, um, you talked about um, some drama that happened. Oh. And I think now is the time for you to spill the tea. I'm, spill ve- the tea. I'm, I'm on, I'm on tenterhooks over here <laughs> wait, waiting to hear what went down. Do you know, it's nothing too juicy. And as a business professional... Or names will be blurred. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, basically, it's something that, um, again, intersects with identity and gender. But as a... The past probably about year, I've been doing a bit more modelling and a bit more kind of um, experimenting in front of the camera, which is all fun because I like to do anything and everything. Mm. Um, And I got signed to an agency that I think it's important to talk about that for people my age so I'm 21 but you know like people like younger or my age who are kind of finding people to work with always have integrity and I think that's really important because no matter how much opportunity someone gives you you need to kind of make sure that you still have your own morals and your own kind of code and it should align with other people Mm. Um, and this agency were just dire they were just like putting me forward for gigs that were like um, openly previously have been openly homophobic openly transphobic or uh kind of work that was very derogatory towards me and it was very much it was tv work and it was work that i'd have to go on and basically be taking the piss out of and then <laughs> i'd just go home and get mm-hmm. like 50 quid so i was like fuck that it's terrible yeah and i was just like i I'm, I'm not like crazy for fame so it's not something that i was like oh, i don't give a fuck um 
so I'm now with a new agency called Cram, and it's really important to me that I joined an agency that didn't categorize by gender. I didn't have that kind of level of, oh, yeah, there's the men's board and the women's board. So they kind of just describe themselves as humans, which I think is really fun. Yeah. So I've just signed with them, and it's kind of amazing to just have freedom and find people who have integrity and um a human because at the end of the day people everybody behind a business as a person and i think we should all just have a bit more compassion mm. so if anybody out there is doing something that they don't fucking love change it up change it up obviously money and everything's important and you need to survive but don't take no shit bitches no it's absolutely amazing that the new agency are supporting you where the old ones weren't no, and really they're happy. trying to find I guess work and things that are more appropriate and more well fitted yeah. to you yeah because the first job I went on with my old agency was extra work and I was like okay this is fine but like the whole experience is very binary like I was with the men all, I was in the men yeah. you know, the whole time um, and just treated absolutely shitly so I was like do you know what Bye. Bye. And yeah. Fucked off. So. Absolutely. Good for you. Yeah. I'm very happy. I'm now. I'm very happy for you as well. Moving on, on up in the world and not letting people drag you down. Correct. And from that <laughs> incredibly uplifting conversation to sex confession. Sex confession. <laughs> Watch me go up and then back down. <laughs> you know, we like we we talk serious things and then we bring it right, 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 right down. Correct. Um before we jump in, we've got lots of lovely sex impressions we that do. have been sent in. But before we jump in on those, do you have... Because I know you love a, I love a thirsty story. Thirsty nugget. Thirsty nugget. Do you have another one you'd like to share? <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> um, I do. And I'm a very political person. And I... So there's this guy that we just kind of like friends who have fun, go sure. for drinks. Um, he... We met up the first time, had fun. The second time, we went for drinks, and he was like, oh, by the way, I'm a massive Tory. Oh, gosh. And I was like, oh, God, oh, I've sucked your dick. <laughs> I was like, can I take it back out? <laughs> is there we- a way I can unsuck it? Is, <laughs> there, so is, that, is that possible? Um, so, yeah, so this week, we met up, because I had a free house for a whole week, so I was like, fine, great. Mm. He came over, and he'd bought, like, a rucksack of toys and oh, shit wow. and I was like okay I'm a maybe I should be having sex with Tories if they <laughs> correct <laughs> they into some <laughs> fucked up shit um, no it wasn't actually fucked up it was great and um, it, he basically tied me to my own bed wow and this. We, he put blindfold on me and then he had toys and everything and at one point he had to literally like you know turn the lights on stop the whole gig and was like Jamie you're okay because you were... I was going a bit wild. Uh, yeah. I was all over the show. So, um, um, he made me... He made the safe word, Theresa May. No. Which I couldn't say. He was no, like, the safe he absolutely word did not. Is Theresa May is a great <gasps> prime minister. No, he did not. And I was like, I can't say that. Yeah. So I, I made his Jeremy Corbyn. That, that is the best thing that I think I have ever heard. And what a way for polit- to make political discourse happen. I'm really happy that I... Th- you know, had Theresa May in my head at that point <laughs> yeah. as a butt plug is inside of me. But you never said it. 
Oh, correct. <laughs> correct. Absolutely love that. Can I as well? Just uh, and I mean, I know that consent and everything should be a should be a standard, but I actually yes. really love that he paused halfway through, flicked the lights on. You yeah. Know, are you sure you're okay? Mm. Um, check, checked in with you, and I think that's yeah. really really important to do. Even if you do have a safe word, even if your safe word is Theresa May, <laughs> um, I think it is really important to check in with your partner and yeah. make sure they're having a good time. So it was nice. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it sounds lovely, and they say never fuck a Tory, but you know what? I'm I'm on board. Too late. <laughs> Too late, you've already done it. I, I have as well, to be quite a few, actually. Whoopsies. Um, that We've was, got some great That was incredible, and um, I don't know if any of these confessions are going to top that, but <laughs> let, let's wait and see. Um, do you want to read the first one? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so somebody has sent a confession saying, I once got a lollipop stuck to a boy's belly button hair. Very funny, although embarrassing at the same time. No shame. I like that they have no shame. I, I love that they have no shame. Never have I, shame. I, I, w- I wouldn't be ashamed of that. I would I would find that absolutely brilliant. Why was the lolly there? We bought halfway through and just we needed a sweet treat. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this 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 dick's not doing it for it's me. Not just doing it. Hand me one of those cherry chubba chubs, <laughs> and uh, and then we can continue. I've actually um, when I left um, a job, and we're literally talking about four or five years ago. Mm. Um, my colleagues all like put in money together to give me like a leaving present, nice. and they gave me like a couple of sex toys and things, Fun. and I used them all, and they were brilliant. Yeah. Um, but one of the things they gave me was an oral sex lollipop. Which to this day oh sits in my cupboard with my sex toys unused because I'm waiting for the right <laughs> the right person to use it on. Wait, talk me through. What is this? So apparently it's like you suck the lollipop mm. and then you suck the dick and then you suck the lollipop and then you suck the dick and it has like a tingle sensation. Whoa. So it means that while you're sucking, you're kind of getting that kind of menthol experience like happening popping candy for a dick yeah essentially great um, stunning so that, that but that's still in my cupboard because i'm like oh i really i really like this and i'm excited to use it but i don't just want to waste it you know correct mr right but y- years have passed and i think the man i use that on will be the man i marry so um do it on yourself oh i can't reach anymore this is the problem <laughs> could when i was a teenager now that now it just now it just hurts i'm getting old Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, I w- as well, with the lollipop button getting stuck in the belly button hair, oh. I wonder if they had to, you know, wax. yank it off. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe you didn't sign up for a wax when you got into that experience. But, <laughs> but good for you, and I love that there's no shame there. That's yeah. amazing. All right, the next one. We were having sex, and I was on top. I noticed a spider on the wall, and I am terrified of spiders oh my god I started crying and had a panic attack and my boyfriend had no idea what was going on and I couldn't finish the sex he still laughs about it to this day saying that he was cock blocked by a spider oh those pesky pesky spiders not doing it for me I have a massive spider-man fetish which every single person on the planet knows I'm just obsessed with spider-man I don't even know why Um, (laughs) so I don't know maybe the spider's presence might that would do it for you spare me on (laughs) Like, come on, bite me. Ah! Yeah, no, no. Um, I I think it's great that you and your boyfriend have that little story. Um, I'm sorry that you had a panic attack during sex. A bit much. That's not not fun. Um, But, you know, it's a fun story for the two of you. Um, And that's a a lovely, lovely thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We've got... Well, we've got, we've got four. More. We've got four more, but I wanted to. Play, I wanted to play you a bit more music because we've got two RuPaul songs oh. left, and we can't not have both. So let's have a little bit of RuPaul, and then we'll come back and we'll do the rest of these sex confessions. Ooh. This is one of the best songs ever made. Oh this God. is Supermodel. <gasps> Once upon a time, there was a little black girl in the Brewster Projects 
of Detroit, Michigan. At 15, she was spotted by an Ebony Fashion Fair talent scout, and her modeling career took off. You better work. I have one thing to say. You better work. Love, Mama, Ruth. <laughs> Absolutely love. Um, more sex confessions. This next one is a juicy one. It's a lot. Um, I've chosen that word for a reason, and you'll see why. <laughs> I met a guy on Tinder, and we were having phone sex, and he was in his bathroom. He was going for it hard. Then all of a sudden, he did a shit and mm. held it up and licked it. So I'm assuming this is like a video phone yeah. sex. Mm. Um, otherwise, you've got a very wild imagination. <laughs> um, I was trying to be quiet because my housemates were home, so I couldn't scream. But I hung up very quickly and never talked to him again. Now, I think there's, I think there's a really interesting conversation that comes out of this. Yes. And this is that not that like... Um, this guy's obviously into scat and, you know, he finds that very sexual and that's fine if that's his king. Absolutely. But I think the problem here is that he's done something mm. without the other person's consent. He's yeah. he, he's suddenly taken it to another level that the person didn't agree with and the mm. person clearly felt uncomfortable with. He's thrown it in. So that could have been that could have been anything. Like, you know, he could have started licking his foot or yeah. it could have been any other yeah. thing. And it's almost not okay to n not just... And I know you want a bit of spontaneity, and sex is all about spontaneity, but yeah. there's a very fine line between suddenly doing something that clearly yeah. made this person feel uncomfortable. They exactly. said that they wanted to scream, yeah. and they never wanted to talk to them again. Um, yeah, because spontaneity is important, but like... For example, with my confession, prior to that, we'd had like a good half an hour chat. We we're like, what do you, you know, what are you comfortable with? Yeah. Being really open. And I think that's what this, like you said, that's what this confession's missing. I, 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 I do feel as well, like if you, if you are into something a little bit more out there, mm. you know, whatever your kink is, I feel like it, it, I always, for me particularly, I always have that conversation beforehand just so that they're aware what yeah. direction it's going to take. Because if you have that conversation ahead of the event, mm -hmm. then you're able to inject that spontaneity. You can then take it to that level yeah. at will, knowing that they're okay with that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I, I actually think that this is a, a fun little story, but I think it actually raises a really important question. So thank you so much for, for sending this one in. Um, and I'm also sorry that that happened to you when you weren't giving your consent. Because yeah. it's not, not okay. We're all about consent here at Fumar Radio. Correct. Would you like to read the next one, Jamie? Are we going with the uh, advice? Yes, we've got some an, an advice question. So this one says, Hi, I don't have a confession, but I need some advice. I'm really inexperienced sex-wise, but I'm currently dating someone that has dated and slept with a lot of people. I am scared to take it to the next step because I don't want to disappoint him. That is a common fear. Yeah. Please help me with my dick fear. <laughs> I love calling it dick fear. That's dick my favourite thing. Um, I think... What are you thinking, Callum? I, I just think in this situation, I, I don't think you're going to disappoint him. Oh, no. This is, I think this is a, 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 a massive fear that people have. Whether they're inexperienced or not, every, you know, I've had it before. A yeah. lot of my friends have. There's always this, oh, am I going to be able to live up to their expectations? Am I going to be able to deliver? Yeah. But... You know, I can only speak from my own experience, but me personally, I've never got somebody into the bedroom and been like, oh my God, they were so disappointing. Yeah. Every yeah. sexual encounter is unique and you have an experience with that person. Yeah, absolutely. It's more, it's a, it's a, it's a connection personally, isn't it? It's yeah. something that as long as you're safe and you're consensual, then those things that you're worrying about are in your head and it's something that you're 
you know an insecurity which is fine to have yeah. but like try and just enjoy the moment and you know talk it out if if you feel yeah. like you can have an honest conversation and just be like this is how I feel can we chat about it and you know get some reassurance yeah because there's nothing wrong with being inexperienced and I'm sure mm-hmm. that your your partner won't think that and I'm sure that they will be you know um, I'm sure they'll be sensitive to that and they will you know take you go through it with you and, yeah. and, and take it slow or whatever it is that you need but yeah you're absolutely right Jamie I think um, communication is really really important with yeah. this one um, I, I, but I know you're going to have a great time and oh, yeah. and, and just if, if this guy or, or, or girl I didn't did they say what I don't know um, whoever this person is um, I think if they were to react badly then fuck them yeah it's a good signpost to tell them to fuck off <laughs> yeah absolutely um, so don't worry about the dick fear um, I know that doesn't really help because you'll probably have it a little bit regardless but 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 you know just enjoy yourself and try and try and enjoy the moment it's not yeah. about being scared it's about it's about a connection between two people absolutely all right next one i once sent it a date because the guy said he didn't like disney films oh no. right look you know what I've, i absolutely feel you on this one because i was on a date once and we were watching an anna kendrick movie and they started saying how terrible an actress anna kendrick was and i wanted them to leave my house that's a hate crime yeah it absolutely is it's, it's unacceptable behavior um i wanted i wanted them to leave the house and quickly so i feel you like if, if you're gonna come over and and you're gonna say hey i'm not a fan of hercules don't like aladdin little mermaid not for me lion king absolutely not like get the door is there correct now i don't mean to to break this <laughs> blossoming friendship we've just created oh no but i no i don't dislike them. oh no i've not seen them i've not seen all the classics and i'm very upset with my game. any of them You've seen Toy Story, though. Oh, okay. Right, yeah. I've not seen, like, the, <laughs> like Lion King, like, that vibe, like, the... Mm, what are you doing? I don't know. What are you busy with that you haven't got time for the Lion King? Shagging Tories. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. To be, to be honest, if you can have the, the choice between the BDSM <laughs> Theresa May sex mm. or the Lion King... I'm I'm going to go with the Theresa May sex. <laughs> Anyone tuning in is very confused about what BDSM Theresa May sex is, but Correct. that's why you should have listened to the whole show. Yeah, Podcast bitch. is available. Um, do you want to read the next one, Jamie? So this one says, I was out the other night and my friends were pissing me off and I felt like a third wheel, so I stomped off down the street. Lucky for me, I met a guy on the street who was an absolute stud, so I thought I would just go for it. Mm. Mm. We ended up going home and having the best sex of my life. For once, I'm happy my friends were being so annoying. What yes! a result. What an absolute result. And I, I love it when those little spontaneous things happen. Yeah, I love that. That's great. Especially when you're mad. It's like, you know what? I, and I bet I bet that sex was so good because mm. part of you was like, you know what? Fuck you yeah. to all your friends. So angry. And you're just like a- having angry, passionate sex with this complete stranger. I love that. As long as it's safe and consensual, I there is something about that that is very it's hot, hot. Yes, it's it's it's, it's really hot. This person li- living your best life is what you're doing. Absolutely, um, and we're very very proud of you. Congrats, um, Jamie. We're down to our last one. <gasps> oh no, Do you, I'll give it to you because oh, you deserve it. Bless you. I went on a date with a guy, and it was super awkward. And I think we both knew it was never going to go anywhere. Been there. <laughs> the next week I started a new job and you would oh no you would not fucking believe he worked at the same company <gasps> that's gag uh oh I knew what field he worked in but I just can't believe that I didn't even think he might work for the same company well how you don't you don't think that do you you're mm-hmm. on a date with somebody and you're like this isn't going well well I'll never have to see them again 
And then next minute... 9am Monday morning. Hi, sat across from you at the desk. Oh my God. No, absolutely not a bot. Yeah, this, oh, it's a tricky one because I, I have in the past, I have hooked up with colleagues and you all, because you know, there's a there's a work party and, oh, yeah. you know, the gins are flowing and next minute, you know, Michelangelo, who works in finance, he's starting to look a bit all right and the next minute you're getting carried away with yourself yeah. and you're making, it's like like... Is that like allowed? Are you allowed to have sex with colleagues? Are there laws against that? I think you can. There can't be laws against it. Maybe, maybe rules. Maybe not the boss. Oh no! Mm. Fuck it! Fuck the boss. You can. I think you can have sex with the boss. Yeah. But then, if they were to discriminate against you because of that, I think that's not allowed. Dirty waters. Mm. Yeah. Um, do you know what? Good luck to this person. Do you know what? You just need to put like your best foot forward rock and roll get a new power outfit and just like, stroll past <laughs> and be like oh hi I didn't even just oh, hey. oh my god call them by the wrong name and pretend you don't know who they are hi John <laughs> yeah it's sound advice I, I think that is absolutely correct um, the, the, the way forward <laughs> I, I wonder if they're still working together I wonder if this is now past or if this is a I mean something that is continuing you know you love a bit of office awkwardness oh yeah it's Part and parcel, you know. <laughs> Always happens. You need, you just need a bit of that in life, and it, if anything, it's making your job more interesting. So you, you know, be, be grateful for John or whatever his name is, <laughs> whatever the name we've made up for him is. <laughs> um, Jamie, I'm, I'm, my heart's my heart's about to break and chatter and fall into ten thousand tiny uh, pieces. Same. Um, this is the end of our lovely, lovely show. I just stare into your eyes for two hours i've had the most beautiful face to look at <laughs> and um, i feel like next week's guest is, is just not going to live up to this absolute perfection i'm staring at they've got some you know big boots big heeled boots to fill big heeled boots to fill they have they, <laughs> they have indeed um jamie tell me um for anybody who's been listening to this lovely show and mm-hmm. they would like to follow you get your magazine when it comes out Yay. all the things tell us all the things so my best bet is instagram at leopard print elephant don't leopard ask me why print elephant i like it um which is my kind of biggest visual output because it's where you can see my face. Mm. Um, Twitter is Fab Jamie Fab, which is where I tweet shit, which is always fun. <laughs> and then my magazine is Just Fruitcake Magazine, which is available for pre-order. Instagram is Just Fruitcake Magazine. And when is that coming out? So it's officially launched on the 31st. That's so soon. Got lots of shit to do, but I love being busy. So yeah, it would mean the world if you took a look and had an interest. Well, I'm absolutely going to get myself a copy. I'm really excited for you. I'm really excited to see you on the cover. I'll send it with a kiss on the front. Oh, <laughs> such a sweetheart. Well, Jamie, you have been amazing. Thank and you. I'm going to end this lovely show with nobody else. I wouldn't I wouldn't give you us any other song. This is more of the lovely Mama Roo. Yes. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.